On today's episode of Locked On 76ers, Nick Nurse had some interesting things to say about what the roster may look like by training camp, not necessarily what it looks like right now. We'll dive into that next. What he had to say right here, Locked On 76ers. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, you are locked on 76ers. I'm Devon Givens from 97.5 The Fanatic Radio here in Philadelphia, alongside my co-host and partner, as always, from the Inquirer and Inquirer.com, Sixers beat writer Keith Pompey. We thank you for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. And we are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube as part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Keith? What's good, D? How you been, bro? Uh, pretty good, man. Good to be back with you as we have some things to jump into on the Sixers side of things. And uh, very interesting overall, Nick Nurse says some things on uh, NBA radio, so we have to talk about that. We'll talk about Tyrese Maxey. A lot of speculation about James Harden, what his future may be with the 76ers. And a hypothetical on our part, should James Harden move on and what it might look like with Tyrese Maxey as the lead guy as far as the backcourt goes, we'll get into that. And we'll also talk about the NBA rule changes announced on Tuesday in Las Vegas. We'll do that a little bit later. But, Keith, we got to start with Nick Nurse again on NBA Radio. And he talked about uh, some things with the roster, basically saying, Keith, that right now, just because the roster is what it is at the moment doesn't mean that's what it's going to look like at training camp. Just to read it off. Uh, one more time, based on some what we what we were able to uh, gather, I think there's a lot of talk about what the roster looks like today, but I don't think that will be the same roster that hits training camp. That was Nick Nurse again, a guest on NBA Radio. Keith, what do you make of that? As far as it, it goes, that we know that just because things happen July 12th or the 13th, that doesn't necessarily mean that that's going to be your team once we get to late September. Yeah, I mean, it basically when a coach comes out and says that on NBA radio, I mean, and it, you know, I keep trying to read it over, over and over, over again. He says, "But I don't think that will be the same roster uh, that hits training camp." That means they're working on something, and and he feels as as though they have an opportunity to work on it. It also makes you think, and again, this is uh, assuming and stuff like that. But there was a couple of days ago where um, you know PJ Tucker came out. And, and and said something like, well, well he, he was basically, everybody thought he was trolling Ben Simmons. We talked about said, it yesterday, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we talked about it yesterday, but I don't know if that's like really trolling him. Maybe PJ thinks there's a chance that he could be on the go too, you know what I mean? Because, you know, he could be someone that they would try to deal, right, to, to get younger. So I think when we hear Nick Nurse say that, is they are trying to do something. Now, we do know that they're trying to uh, – get James, uh, move James for the right price. We do know that there were teams were calling about Tobias, um, but it seems like Tobias may stick around depending on who else is on the roster. But it sounds like Nick is, is, is giving us a little clues, a hint that it 
something could happen. At least they're trying to make something happen. All right, I'll go the other way and say that could he be talking about what the uh, bench looks like a little bit? Uh, right now, they don't have scoring, in particular scoring off the bench, because right now their scores are De'Anthony Melton and exactly <laughs> off the bench. So they need some scoring. They don't have anybody else off the bench in terms of scoring. So could he be talking about, well, we're going to boost our, our 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 bench with some scoring, maybe a wing player that could that could uh, maybe do some things uh, with the ball in his hands and, and put the ball in the hole. Could he be talking about that as as a possibility? Also, where it's not as drastic as we think with the Harden or Harris piece of things, or bringing in a big name like Zach Levine or Damian Lillard. Uh, I, I think. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if he would go out and say something like that over some bench piece. Fair, fair. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think. I'm uh, just trying to throw a little wrinkle in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's it's. Uh, is, is is maybe some major pieces or a major piece that could be moved. Well, look, that's the only one right now that we think of, at least, is the hardened piece, as you said. Them working on potentially something and uh, what that might look like, we don't know. It, it leaves us up to speculation, and that's the tough part when you have these types of interviews or conversations, Keith, because – you have no idea what what they're talking about, who they're talking about, what they're saying. It's just all speculative at this point because the only one that really hangs over the 76ers right now is the hard part of things. And mm-hmm. we've only heard the Clippers. We've heard a, a few other teams, but they never seem to really gain any traction outside of the Houston part, which started back in last December. Other than that, it's the Los Angeles Clippers and really no one else. Every time somebody else puts something out there, it's it's a joke really about watch out for the Phoenix Suns. They could get involved. Could he go to the Portland Trailblazers as part of this deal? How about if James Harden went to the Miami Heat instead of Damian Lillard? They couldn't work that out. Well, look, this is this is where we are. And if he is saying that, then yeah, I tend to believe like you that they're at least trying to work on something, that there is a possibility of this team looking totally different once we get to training camp late September, early October. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I just try to throw a little wrinkle in there just in case, mm-hmm. because you never know whoever that guy might be off the bench. You have no clue. By the way, some, some, we keep talking about the same names. It's still out there. Mainly Christian Wood and Kelly Oubre still, still don't have a home yet. Very curious to find out where those two guys land and uh, would one of them, be a Philadelphia 76er. We'll get into the other side with Tyrese Maxey. Should James Harden be part of that things may look different when training camp hits and Tyrese Maxey is the lead guard? What does that look like? Can he lead this team as the lead guard on this team and still be a playoff 50-plus win team and a NBA championship contender? We'll talk about Maxey and that role potentially next right here on Locked On 76ers. And we have to let you know that this show is brought to you by and sponsored by BetterHelp. Good people and a great thing that they're doing, trying to help people out that may be going through some things, maybe some tough times for you where you need somebody to talk to and it's not your family, it's not your friends. You need to talk to a licensed professional that can really help you and you feel like can steer you in the right direction 
of what type of answers you may need on a specific situation, a specific part about your life right now. I've done it. I've spoken to a therapist before and it's helped me out a great deal. I feel like I'm in a great space right now. Part of that is because just that, speaking with a licensed professional about some things. Sometimes in your life, we are faced with some tough choices and the path forward isn't always clear. That was work for me a few years back where I had to make a decision. It was really, really tough of what I had to deal with and trying to figure out the work piece of things. And speaking with someone really helped me you know, get through it at that time. And as I said, I'm in a pretty good space right now. Whether you're dealing with decisions around your career, like myself at the time, relationships or anything else, therapy helps you stay connected to what you really want while you navigate this thing we call life. So you can move forward with confidence and excitement, trusting yourself to make decisions that align with your values is like anything. The more you practice at it, the easier it gets. So again, I've done it. I'm encouraging you, if you need to, to talk to someone and you don't feel comfortable necessarily sharing these things with your loved ones, maybe speak to someone at BetterHelp. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched up with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com dot com slash locked on NBA today to get 10 month off your first month. That's betterhelp H E L P dot com slash locked on NBA. Thank you for making locked on 76 is your first listen every day. Every day is tomorrow on the show. We will continue our conversation about the Philadelphia 76ers, the summer sixers, the off season. We'll get into that a little bit more tomorrow here on Locked On 76ers. Well, Keith, Tyrese Maxey, if he's not part of that change that could be there that Nick Nurse was alluding to, then he, if James Harden moves on, these are ifs, ifs, and more ifs, but it's been out there that there's a chance that James Harden could be on the move. If Tyrese Maxey, who has been said as being deemed as untouchable by the organization, not in any trade discussions. What does it look like, Keith, if he's the lead guard having to handle the ball, more ball handling responsibilities as the point guard? I like the term it as the lead guard, not necessarily having to be the point guard, but those responsibilities also mean setting up the offense, dishing the ball off, higher assist totals than just four assists per, per game during an entire season. That will have to be the next evolution of his game. Nick Nurse has talked about that. He mentioned that at his introductory press conference, do you feel like Tyrese Maxey going into year number four could be a lead guard on a contending championship team? No, I mean, yeah. no, I don't. Um, I mean, and, and I don't like the, I don't, uh, I don't like the word, the term lead guard because then it makes it seem like I'm saying shade at him, but, but the way that you're describing it, like, I think he can be a lead guard, but the way that you're describing it, as handling the rock and all this and that. No, I don't see it. Um, I mean, because I feel like he's a two guard. I mean, I know he handles the ball and I get that. I know he's a, a combo, but to me, it's kind of like he does it out of necessity at times because they don't have anybody else to do it. And it was like in high school, yeah, he was a point guard whatever, but he was a McDonald's All-American. He was the best player in the gym. 
You know what I mean? So, of course, he was touching the ball. I feel like Maxie is a small two guard, a guy who can get out and go. Yeah, he 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 can be a combo, a little versatile, but really, he's a two guard. He needs a point point guard to get him in great situations. I feel like if you say, okay, Maxie, we want you to run the show. I feel like that's taken away a lot of his strengths as far as, you know, he's a receiver of the ball, not a distributor of the ball. So I don't, I don't see it. No, I don't. I actually thought when Simmons held out and he was the lead guard at the time, and I believe it was Matisse Thibault or Danny Green starting before James Harden got here. So Matisse Thibault was starting. So it was what Maxi Curry, Thibault, Harris, and Embiid. I thought he did a pretty good job at it. His assist numbers weren't high, but their win total was still there. And yes, Curry handled the ball a little bit. You even saw from time to time with Tobias Harris would bring the ball half court, and then they start to get into their action. But overall, I thought Maxi did a good job in that space. Can he mm-hmm. do it for 82 games where we're looking at a high assist number of, like James Harden, close to double digits? Or are we looking more of just jumping that number again from four to six? And it's a collective effort with the ball just moving around the way that it needs to move around. Then I think he could. I think he could evolve into that as a young guard where that responsibility is given to him by Nick Nurse. And as we know today in this game, there aren't many Chris Paul types of players anymore in this game to be that point guard that that we're speaking of or even Kyrie Irving for that matter. There are a lot of different types of point guards in this league that run things. Because even when you look at Drew Holiday, would you say Drew Holiday is really a point guard or is he a combo guard? I always looked at him as a combo guard. But he's Uh, more of a point than Maxie. And here's the one thing. Yeah, he can do it. I I also thought that they they drafted him to be that, but it took him a while to get there is my point. Yeah, it took him a while. The only thing about the whole Maxie and Tobias thing, it was a little bit misleading, though. He did get some assists. But the thing is, he would bring the ball up and then he would pass the ball to Tobias and he would go over to the side and they would run the offense through Tobias. He would cut and then he would like, you know, do a hard cut. He'd get the ball. And then if he didn't score, he would pass it to somebody else and get an assist. I just felt like, and again, you know, he's, he's growing. And that was two years ago, but I just felt like, you know, Tobias was the unofficial point guard until James came. Now, Maxie was listed as it, but he would walk the ball up the half court, pass it to Tobias, and then go over to the corner. Well, now four years in, and maybe he's yeah. seen things a little bit differently. Again, uh, new head coach, James Harden not there. It's going to be his job, hypothetically. Uh, I'm I'm very curious to see if that's something that could – eventually be the case for this team if no point guard comes back in any deal that will happen with James Harden that Tyrese Max will be the ball would be the one with the ball in his hands and ideally if someone was in the backcourt with him they had some size uh, but for the most part I think he I think he has a chance to be better than maybe we think of based on as you just talked about him being a scoring guard and the things that we saw from that offense that was ran when Ben Simmons was out, where Tobias Harris had the ball in his hands quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah, so I I think he might have it in him a little bit more than we think. If given the challenge to do so, the opportunity, um, knowing that James Harden is not there, 
I think the main part for me is whenever he's going to the basket, he was always going to the basket with the idea of scoring because that's what he is, as you said. Knowing now that he has to grow and continue to evolve, if he's driving to the basket and nobody else is really out there to do that, then then I look at him as, you know, one that has to maybe have that eye for Embiid, have that eye for for Tobias Harris and finding him and getting the bucket. The one thing that Patrick Beverly said to Keith on Monday when we were there for his introduction uh, to the city, he mentioned how when asked about Maxie and his growth, he said, Maxie is Maxie. Just continue to be that. Don't change. Don't change. And so I, I found that to be interesting because when you're talking about a player being so young, you still want them to be able to have different levels of things that they can do and improve on every single year. So I thought that was interesting. All right. When we come back, we'll get into the rule changes, which are interesting. And I like both of them. We'll explain what they are, see how Keith feels, see how you guys feel out there about the new NBA changes for the upcoming campaign. We'll tell you what they are next right here on Locked On 76ers. And with us being in the summer and uh, trying to look good, trying to look right, uh, whether you are with your significant other, you're with your family, your kids, you're out, or you're courting someone and you're going out on some sort of date or something, you want to look good. And you know who has you covered with that? Bird dogs. They make you look good. Bird dogs with stretched khaki shorts. They're designed to fit slimmer through the thigh, showing off your leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. Yes, you're flexing in the summer uh, for all the folks out there. It makes you feel good, right, Bird Dog Shorts? Uh, do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but with way better feel and look. They fit way better than regular shorts that are made of a stiff, restricted cotton. No worries there with Bird Dog because they fix the issue by inventing uh, cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice the movement. And uh, I don't have mine on at the time. I'm wearing some sweat shorts. But when I'm out and about, and again, I'm about to actually go out and enjoy some uh, some time with some family here very soon. When I pack my bag, I'm packing my bag and I'm taking my Bird Dog shorts uh, with me. I also, when you order from Bird Dog, you get this fantastic uh, Bird Dog tumbler. It's so hot outside, you got to make sure you put some ice water in here and it keeps it uh, cold for the entire time. This free tumbler, whenever you order from Bird Dogs, you get this fantastic tumbler. Look, you got the great logo on the bottom right here. Also on the bottom, let me show it off. And uh, here, well, I cleaned it out so it's all good. Uh, it's very, very convenient when you travel. Going to the amusement parks as well, Bird Dogs tumbler, you'll want that. So go to birddogs.com slash locked on NBA use promo or use promo code locked on NBA for free uh, Yeti style tumbler. And that's birddogs.com locked on NBA or promo code locked on NBA for a free Yeti style tumbler. You don't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. Welcome back. Locked on 76ers. Keith was outside. I told him to make sure he gets the tumbler. <laughs> all the ice water in there while you're walking around the neighborhood getting uh you know some fresh air that's right <laughs> well keith the nba Im implemented two new rule changes one i like both let me see what you think about these and we'll see about the listeners and the viewers how they feel here on locked on 76ers one 
If you are flopping, now they'll call a flop and you'll get a technical foul where they'll get a free technical shot on the other end by the other team. I like it. It's too much flopping in the NBA. Play defense, do your job, and you'll get the right call, hopefully, from the official. So that's number one. Flopping leads to a free throw the other way, a technical free throw the other way. Keith, your thoughts on that that new rule change, flopping, now rewarded with a free throw. Yeah, I mean, I like it. It's, it's funny, though, because it'll be like, hey, I wasn't flopping. Hey, 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 hey what's going on? Some people are going to get technical as far. <laughs> right. right. Get two free throws. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, um, it's, uh, yeah, I, I, I like it. I mean, I like it because it, it, it got out of hand with some dudes. It was just ridiculous. Like, you know what I mean? Looking like they got shot in the, in the tail and all types of all types of stuff the way they were falling. So I, Dylan I really Brooks, Marcus Smart, names like that where you just see it. Like Chris Paul, where you just like, come on, guys. Joel flopped a little bit. <laughs> Joel, too, yeah. I mean, these are good defenders, too. All four yeah, of them, like we just right? mentioned. You don't even have to resort to that. Just play. Look, I understand you're trying to find an advantage, but you don't have to do that. So that's number one. We both agree that that's a good rule change coming up for 23-24. The other, Keith, is this is one that I also like because I've seen times because we watch the Sixers mostly and or more than we watch the rest of the league, but we do pay attention to what's going on around the NBA, where the coaches challenge. I, I thought this should have been the case in the first place. If a coach wins a challenge, they should be rewarded with another opportunity with the challenge. Yeah. And too many times we saw this and we're like, all right, so you're not going to change this, guys, where these coaches win the challenge and it works out, but they can't go to another one because you didn't reward them for calling the play the right way, uh, challenging the play the right way when the officials had something wrong. And I just thought there was something that they were behind on. And there were times even, Keith, I remember in the Boston series, in the I think it was game six of the Sixers Celtics series, there was a play that happened. I don't remember the play. I apologize, but I remember being in the building. We're sitting in our seats. Something happened where it was a bad call. Could have been goaltending, whatever it was, maybe a block charge where they probably would have gotten a flop and a free throw. But the officials made a bad call. And I'm like, Doc Rivers needs to challenge that. The only problem is Doc Rivers and any coach, they're not going to challenge something early in the game like that and blow their opportunity where there may be something just as important later in the game in a tight situation that they then have to challenge that one. And I'm glad they implement it now, Keith. If you win your challenge, the first challenge, they reward you with a second opportunity to challenge another play later in the game. Yeah, I like that too. It's funny because now it's going to be a lot more people, hey, we want to challenge that. We want to challenge that. You know, but yeah, well, they do I, that I like enough that. as it is. I'm, huh? The players do that enough as it is. I know, is. isn't that funny? <laughs> look, and then everybody on the they look at the bench and they be like, No, no, settle down, dude. Settle down. But, um, yeah, I, I, I like it, and it, it just seems like it makes sense too. Like, why would you lose it if, if, if it was right? You know what I mean? So, it makes a lot yeah. of sense. Your only opportunity, come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, give them an opportunity to because there might be another play. No one's perfect. The officials might miss something else later on. It's going to be tough. That's why they have the the replay uh, center back in Secaucus. They have to go check that out. Well, give them a second opportunity if it presents itself 
to do the same thing that they did earlier in the game and allows them to win this game. So I like both of them. And I don't know Nick Nurse's history, excuse me, pardon me, uh, as a, uh, a challenger during his time with the Toronto Raptors. But uh, let's see how good he is here where he's looking back at the bench and one of the coaches has to let him know, challenge that in the first quarter. And you just better win it because if you lose it and you don't get it, now you're out for the remainder of the game. All right, that'll do it for us here on Locked On 76ers on this Thursday. We thank you for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. Every day is tomorrow on the show. We'll talk a little bit more about the basketball team and where things are going during the summer. Keith, do you mind letting the good folks know where they can find us? Yeah, you can uh, get this podcast wherever you get your podcast at. It's free and available. And also, when you go to our YouTube channel, make sure you click on to the Liberty Bell on the Locked On 76ers YouTube channel. Click on the Liberty Bell so you can become a new subscriber and you get updates whenever we post a new podcast. But listen to my man D. He's back from 6 to 10 tonight, from 6 to 10 on 97.5 FM, the Divine Giving Show, right? So make sure you get you, you get it at tonight, Thursday, 6 p.m., on the Divine Giving Show from 6 to 10. You can also follow my man D on Twitter at DivineG975. You can see it right underneath his name, DivineG975. You can follow me on Twitter at Pompey on Sixers, and you can read my Sixers coverage in Inquire.com in the Philadelphia Inquirer. Stay cool out there, everybody. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks, Keith. Peace, bro.